0: Good afternoon, everybody. We are live. Uh, and I'm glad it worked because we had to change the time on this one a couple of times due to me. That was my fault. I was ill at the time when Allison uh was originally going to come on. And sometimes when you change the times on these streams, they they just don't work. But today I'm very glad to say that it is all working. So for anyone that is joining us, Please let us know if you can see and hear us okay. Um, just want to get started and introduce our guest today, who is Alison Carlton from Celeramp fame. If anybody has ever heard of that software in the Amazon world, which I'm sure you guys have, just say hello, everyone. Hi, Alison. Thanks hello. for joining us.
1: <laughs> hello, Natalie. And thank you for having me on. And I'm glad your voice has returned
0: it has I, I think I saw you in person probably about what was it a couple of weeks after or a week after or something like that and I was still pretty croaky at that time and yeah, yeah for
1: sure
0: I, I remember us having the conversation about kind of you're in the same boat where you kind of suffer with your sinuses and lose your voice all the time and uh yeah it's just not a great place to be so uh yeah, it's not. Unfortunately, it's a great place no. for Matt. He likes it. <laughs> my
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, I remember having, it was October because October and April are my times of year. And Al and I ran a meetup one year and I had laryngitis due to all the, the allergic stuff going on. And on my phone, I actually wrote a note saying I have laryngitis. And then any, anytime somebody would try to talk to me, I just <laughs> hold up my notes people because I couldn't actually talk. <laughs>
0: See, that's a really sensible thing to do. Whereas I like, <laughs> really try and strain my voice, I'm like, I can't talk, I can't talk, I can't talk. Yeah, I know. And then it just makes it even worse. Um, so welcome guys. Can you just let us know if you can see and hear us okay? Um, that will be really handy. Hopefully, you guys um are able to, otherwise, it will look like we've both got laryngitis and we're just like Chatting away endlessly right to each other. Uh, we've got Ben, we've got Jay. Kuram's joined us. Hi, Joe, Ramona, James, uh, Sylvia. Welcome, Nor. Hello, guys. Yeah, thanks for confirming, Joe. Really appreciate it. So um, today, um, I've been trying to get Alison on uh, for ages, but obviously, very busy lady, uh, international traveler, because you've just recently come over to the UK. Uh, and you did a, a series of meetups over here uh, which we'll we'll touch on uh, in a moment and uh, now back in the states and then back off traveling again today because obviously it's thanksgiving week in in the uh, in in the US and you know we were just talking before you you're going off this afternoon to spend thanksgiving with your family and uh, get involved in in the busiest travel time of the year in the us. <laughs> Honestly,
1: I hate traveling at Thanksgiving, but opportunity presented itself for us all to be together and it's not, it's a couple short flights, so it's not too bad. So we're just gonna put our patience hat on when we go to the airport today and just be ready for whatever may come our way.
0: Absolutely. I think that is absolutely the best way to deal with it. You know what can potentially happen in terms of a million people being there. So the best thing to do is just kind of go with the flow, not get stressed and just see, just see where the travel takes you, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, we've had a few more people. We've got Damien, Dan, Claire. Afternoon, everyone. Uh Andre said hello. He said the meetups that you guys provided were lit. So Thanks, really Andre. enjoyed it's that great one. To there. Yeah, I just couldn't make the uh the Nottingham one, unfortunately. I I I for something that was, you know, having kids and things like that. And obviously I'd met quite a few people the week before at Amanda's event. And um, I really tried to get to the Nottingham one, but I've actually realised where I live, kind of on the edge of Bournemouth, to get to Nottingham, I really don't think there is a more difficult <laughs> UK trip ever um it was literally it, it, honestly the most complicated journey I thought okay I'll get a train and there was like four changes nope. and it was just it, at it some wasn't, point it
1: becomes unreasonable doesn't it yeah
0: it, totally it, it became unreasonable for an afternoon trip unfortunately Absolutely. so but yeah. I uh but i heard somebody, it was amazing Matthew. i was
1: gonna say somebody somebody asked hey when's the next one and i'm like we would absolutely love to do that so we are actually discussing okay how can we do more of that type of thing where we're where we're um, seeing different parts of the country nottingham's easy for us in the center it's where we used to live so mm-hmm. um but yeah there's definitely a need for it i think that community that networking you can never get enough of that and i know you know um back to you mentioned amanda and seller festival she's very on board with with continuing activities like that sort of around the country so we are um we are also discussing doing things like that ourselves
0: yeah definitely well we need to have a conversation about that because we would love to get involved it would almost be like a a cellar amp on tour in collaboration (laughs) with you know the various different communities and then we get a tour bus i'll do it if we get a tour bus i would love that wouldn't he yeah he would love we that any dog, excuse, <laughs> yeah any excuse to be like a a software rock star i'm sure he would be on board with that 100 uh, i'm gonna yeah, ask so
1: apologies it- to everybody i'm gonna keep drinking my tea because it's only seven in the morning here so I yes ask for oh forgiveness
0: I was just about to say that, sorry, I meant to say that at the start, uh, uh, Alison, you are, it is an ungodly hour where you are, so thank you so much for taking the time to uh, accommodate and join us, we we really do appreciate that, but let's get into it. Okay. So the reason I wanted um, Alison to come on Beyond the Buy Box uh, today is because there's a couple of things that we want to discuss today, one being... Um, which I find quite interesting I get asked about it quite a lot um, you know with being married and being married to my business partner which obviously you're in the same uh, situation with Al so I want to kind of explore and discuss that business uh, relationship marriage relationship running a business together and how you kind of navigate it because like I said when I when I talk to people on one-to-one basis at, you know, networking events or whether it be on coaching calls or one-to-ones or, you know, just general chit-chat with people. Generally, one of the goals that people talk about, um, and it's quite common, I see it a lot, Is When you have one person that's already in the business, whether they're fully in the business or not, generally one of the goals or ambitions that they come up with is that they want the business to be producing enough that they can potentially bring a partner on board uh, to come into the business to free them you know, from the nine to five, the grind, uh, whatever it is, or generally I see a lot of guys, I, I in particular, I don't know if I'm stereotyping here where uh, guys maybe start the business and maybe their partner, wife, whatever, has had uh, a baby and they don't want to go back, you know, after having a baby from maternity leave. So it's something that I see quite often. And um, so I think it's one of those things that people... Um, maybe have as a goal but maybe are not aware of I'm not going to say the ramifications because it makes it sound like it's a big warning coming big red flags <laughs> or anything like that but maybe don't consider some of the elements that might be involved um, by by being in business with your um, husband or wife or life partner or, you know, whatever that relationship is, and it's exactly uh, what Sylvia (laughs) said there, it's also not for everyone, Um, and it can be a challenge, (laughs) for want of a better word, so those are some of the areas that I want to discuss, but, and, you know, we're also going to talk about, it is kind of connected a little bit, Alison's going to talk about some you know, overcoming adversity and, and that type of thing. But before we get started, for anyone that doesn't know you, Alison, do you want to just give us a brief history of Alison? So uh, what you were doing before you were fully integrated uh, into SellerAmp?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, as Al puts it, I've been corporate girl for, for most of my career. Um, so um, primarily, ironically enough, working the thread that is through my CV is working with retailers. Um, so we used to kind of chuckle when he started into Amazon selling on Amazon, cause it's like, Ooh, ooh we're on the other side, I'm on the other side. <laughs> um, but I was involved in everything from consumer electronics to sort of in-store support, um, and to, um, software as well, uh, working with all working with retailers. So that has definitely been a thread, and and actually, it's paid off quite a bit in in moving over to the Amazon space. Um, just having that sort of knowledge of consumer buying and and consumer behavior, and it does translate over for sure. So, um, uh, you know, going back to when I was living here in America before, um, obviously, yes, I don't have the cool accent. I am technically British, but I am American by birth. Um, my career in America involved working for Samsung. Uh, And this was 20 years ago when Samsung was still a growing brand. So it was fun to to be part of that ride and see the rise to obviously global dominance as they have right now. Um, DirecTV, which is um, one of the American equivalents of of Sky TV. So um, uh, satellite television had an amazing opportunity, amazing career there working with our resellers there. Um, And then I met this British guy Mm -hmm. and the rest is history. So um, uh, as Al and I, Got towards engagement, marriage, that type of thing. We knew that I would be moving over there because his daughter was was um, teenager at the time, so uh, that presented an opportunity that I was wanted as well, which was moving to another country. So it was a great great chance to integrate myself into British society. And like I said, I did eventually get the passport. Um, But even coincidentally enough, once I got over there, the jobs I had over there both dealing with with retailers again. So um, one in the software space and one in the store operations space. Um, so original plan was for me to continue my corporate life and, and you know that's what I was comfortable with that's what I had done. Um, and as we moved back to the US and and began looking around and seller amp was growing and you know i just kind of looked at me and said let's let's give this a try, and I do give him credit as well, because going back to. Um, to. Before, as we were getting to know each other as we were not quite engaged yet, um, he did look at me one time and said, we should start a business together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, at the time corporate girls like no way man i'm not gonna leave my corporate job but he's right so. Um, So my background in those roles involved um, sales training so doing things like this doing in person training creating content helping people sell the product. It also involved um, software project management, as well as um, selling to retailers as well. So kind of a a mixed bag within that that vertical of dealing with retailers. Um, So these kind of things I'm super comfortable with. My neck will turn red just because I'm talking. But um, yeah, I could stand and deliver in front of a a room of a couple hundred people, no problem whatsoever. So um, I, I forget sometimes that I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that. So I really should use it more
0: absolutely absolutely well i heard you speak publicly uh, a few weeks ago or whenever it was you know a month or so ago and i can confirm allison is an amazing public speaker as well so yeah thank you, you have- coming
1: from you that is highest praise i really appreciate that <laughs> oh,
0: thank you thank you but look I think what's interesting actually is um, I, I remember actually having a conversation with Al years ago and you know sort of saying oh do you think Alison will get involved and, and it, you were very much described as the no corporate high flyer never gonna never gonna happen kind of thing Alison okay. is where she is and you know she's phenomenally successful from that point of view and What's interesting, I didn't know that there was so much crossover in terms of what you were already doing and it complemented what I was building with SellerAmp and how you can utilize that. So, when you did actually make that decision, was it a strategic decision to bring you in um, as the business was growing from that point of view? It it had been
1: a a thought early on, Um, certainly in his arbitrage journey and early in the software, I was very involved, you know, nights, weekends type of thing, as so many of our spouses, partners, you know, friends, family are. Um, So I definitely got myself familiar with everything, but it was still his business, you know, it was still his thing. Um, I was just helping out and my allegiance was always to when my work phone rang, I needed to answer it kind of thing. Um, but yeah, we did have that discussion. Um, he often would ask me for opinions from a business perspective. Um, and then one of the things that kind of made me start realizing that this was a, a good thing for me to look at doing is um, throughout my career at different stages. You know, when you when you leave a, a, a job that you've enjoyed and people are giving you their sentiments and everything, um, a couple of times people have told me things to the effect of, um, you know, you somebody called me the Wikipedia at one of my jobs because I knew a little bit about everything. I, I knew, knew people in this department and that department. I knew enough to be dangerous, I guess. So um, in that respect, having that knowledge of not only the sales side of life, but the operational side of life, the marketing, um, the anything else, the, 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 the software side of things, um, it did make a lot of sense in my mind. I was like, mm, yeah, I think I could do that. So. Um, it didn't take much convincing. It was more a matter of whether the business could sustain it. So we genuinely, when we first tried to do it, we said, all right, we're going to give it a go for 12 months. And, and you know, he hated to say it, but he's like, I might have to let it go. I'm like, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I'm like, let's make this thing work. Okay.
0: And I think that's where the kind of crossover comes in when you're running a business with someone and you knowing where your kind of marriage starts and the business begins and you know and the business ends and and that type of thing so I suppose kind of jumping ahead a little bit and I was going to come on to this you know for for any type of business relationship uh to be successful from a marriage or a partnership or something like that communication has to be top of the list you know certainly from my point of view in terms of clear cut you know everybody understanding where they are you know because it's very easy to blur the lines between marriage and business right yeah for sure
1: for sure oh my gosh um and and again technically it's still Al's business so there is a bit of ownership there we have joint responsibility for so many different things that you know those lines get blurred but one thing I found when I started doing it is um you know as as you learned when Al was on the pod everybody that Um, he's been doing an entrepreneur thing for 20 years, Yeah. So he's been out of the corporate life and, and as much as people want to buck the corporate life, guess what? There's some things that do work. There's some aspects, aspects of it that can apply across the whole spectrum of business sizes. So coming in, it was interesting to try to see, okay, how do I, how do I downsize it? But still take some of those learnings forward. So a good example was, you know, I would end up with my list of, I got to talk to Al about this, this, and this. And I finally just said, that's it. We're going to have a staff meeting mm-hmm. like every Monday morning, 11 o'clock, you and me sit on the couch uh, at the table, wherever it is, and bang through this list of here's my to-dos, here's my to-dos, and and here's what I need from you and vice versa. And I'll be darned. It just opened up that line of communication. So you're not remembering as you're walking the dog, oh, I got to tell you this, or as I'm cooking, I'm screaming down the hallway going, hey, I got to You know, there's a, a specific time we can sit and talk about. Like, here's, here's what I'm going to do this week. And here's what I need your help on. Um, and it's inevitable, like you said, the creep it happens. Um, but we try to isolate things to, even if it's just prefacing it with, Hey, I want to talk business for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to, Hey, I want to talk about, you know, what I'm going to buy on Amazon for the, for the lounge tomorrow, you know, um, just so that person has a second to flip over to that mindset and and um not leave the other person out in the cold because i know that that's one thing and if you're listening darling i know you know this but i'm going to say it <laughs> catching me off guard with something that's business related when my mind is a million miles away thinking about our next holiday or something yeah it takes a second doesn't it you really yeah. gotta you gotta frame it you gotta bring that person back say i want to talk about this real quickly and and i do the same thing i go walking down to his office want to talk to him about something. And he's knee deep in some code, and he's just like, Zip. you know, he just puts his hand up. He's like, nope, nope, got it, at the top So I think just respecting each other's boundaries and and respecting that the other person, although they're on the same page with you, that you don't know, share brain, so you got to respect what it takes to, for them to to switch gears into a certain topic.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that only comes with time. Um, I don't know whether or not, again, I feel like I'm stereotyping. So apologies if that's the case. But, you know, whether it's the man versus woman thing, you know, I I definitely feel I can switch gears very quickly. Whereas Matt, you know, the way that we we run business together, we are very... I I find that in marriage, our goals are um are very collaborative uh, in the sense of you know we have the same aspirations for our children you know we have the same you know we raise our children we have the same morals everything like that whereas yeah. in business we're very different people whereas <laughs> marriage and business are are very two different things so when matt is in business he he has to focus on like one task at a time whereas i can flip between things you know kind of thing so it is respecting that boundary of If I say to Matt, and we do exactly the same thing, by the way, so first top (laughs) tip, we have a Monday morning staff meeting. That's exactly what we do as a marriage as well, because like you said, I found that there were too many times that the business was creeping into you know we'd be sat at a birthday party and I'd say oh Matt by the way um you need to make sure uh could you do that video for the keeper thing for me blah 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 right in the middle of like a seven-year-old's birthday party and if he if he dropped that information on me I'd be fine I'd just put it in my thing whereas Matt is very much a compact compartmentalized person and when he's in that moment he doesn't want to think about work he doesn't want to you know totally yeah think about that so you know having to separate those two and I find myself all the time you know having to stop myself from saying something because we have the agreed times that we can talk about it and I think that's definitely one of the main areas of communication and and why it works for us um because like i said we've we've learned after many years to respect each other's boundaries and
1: and it really does it it makes the 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 non-work time that much more enjoyable yeah. If You know you can sit and watch sit and watch a football match on TV or or what you know you're not in that mode. Um but I'm it sounds like I'm very much like Matt and you are very much like Alan. Thoughts are always kind of going, aren't they? Um and and it's a, it's it's tough sometimes especially when you get excited to talk about something. It's like okay. Um but the other thing is that that you made me think of is we'll be but notoriously happens when we're walking the dog and he mentions something and I'm like, ooh, let me make a note of it. And he's like, Not now. I'm like, no, 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 no. If I don't make a note, it's gone. <laughs> so let me have someplace I can reference it in the future.
0: <laughs> well, Matt's Matt's favorite one is send me an email. And it always makes me laugh. It's like send me an e- so he 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 switches the onus, and it's quite clever actually, because it's generally me that blurts it out because I get excited if I've got a new idea or something like mm-hmm. that. So and then I have to check myself, you know, and Matt will say to me, Okay, send me an email. So he's pretty clever actually. He puts the onus back on me in order to to make sure that I follow up on it or or I do it and put it back in the time because. I also think as well, what I've learned over the years, especially, I suppose, I would be considered more the creative in, in the relationship, the business relationship, is, like I said, I can get very, idea, uh, you know, I can get ideas and I can blurt them out at any time. But I've also learned over the years as well, and, you know, Matt is probably the one person in life who impacts me the most in terms of, you um, I, I I suppose the best way to, to classify it is, if I say something to Matt, you know, being married to him, being business, because he's so influential in my life, he can say one sentence, and I can be like, right, fine, that's it, I'm not going to, you know, and I can throw it all out the window, so I have kind of totally. learned as well that totally. I have to approach him when he's in the work mind, because personal Matt and work Matt are two different people yes, so sure. you know if if I need that motivation if I need that praise if I need that you know yes darling it's a gr-, or yes Natalie it's a great idea then I can only approach him on it during work time because personal Matt you know has a very different brain so I get different yeah. reactions with it and same for me as well so it works yeah. both ways is that the same with you and Al
1: yeah for sure um it's And I'm glad you brought up the the praise thing, because, yes, that's one thing you kind of tend to overlook sometimes is um, just giving that giving that feedback, that circle of feedback. I mean, back to my corporate life. Yes, that's one thing that a good boss would always do is they give you the feedback, positive, negative, but they're always encouraging. And I know for me, that's one thing I totally overlook sometimes. And like sometimes he'll say something to me and he was just looking for some affirmation. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I'm working on this. And it's like, no, 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 just take a second. He's, he's trying to, to seek out some, um, like I said, affirmation or just a discussion about something that he thinks is serious. And it's like, um, it's it's happened many times where one of us wasn't in the right mode and the other one said something and it comes off wrong. And that, 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 that. Um, so yeah, taking a step back is sometimes the best thing that you can do. Um, Take a step back, go stand outside, go walk around the yard, go go for a walk, whatever, something like that, because it can get heated for sure. Um, but just always come back to what the intention of that, what that person was saying was, um, and and what was distracting you. We all have bad moments, right, where we fly off the handle, and and you have to respect that that's going to happen to each of you, and you're both going to have your bad moments, and. And I don't know about you, again, could be a male female thing. I was like to solve things, right? All right. You tell me this, I'm going to try to find a solution. Sometimes you just want to vent, right? <laughs> sometimes yeah. you just want to get it off your chest. So yeah. I that is one thing that I am working on is when he says something to me, like, don't take it as gospel and run off and think you got to do something. Like sometimes it's just talking, right? Sometimes it's just It's just water cooler talk. It's just trying to get some ideas flowing or venting about something that happened. Or um, so, yeah, definitely know that everything that you've experienced in any other job, you're going to experience when you're working with your spouse, partner, family, friend. Um, So just give everybody the grace of, yes, you're allowed to have a bad day. You're allowed to have a vent session. You're allowed to have a laugh. (laughs) you're allowed to scream and shout (laughs) it's okay that stuff doesn't go away just because you have a small business
0: yeah absolutely and I think that's one of the hardest things and that kind of brings me on to uh separating that kind of church and state relationship is because what happens is You find yourself in a position, like I said, it really does come back to the core of business Natalie and wife Natalie are two very different people, um, you know, and it's ensuring that how I treat Matt and how he treats me in business is done always with uh, respect uh, which obviously you have in your marriage anyway as well but there are liberties in your marriage obviously you know if you get into a row sometimes people can go below the belt and things like that so it's it's trying not to bring that that level of um, you know personal in into anything because I'm one of those people during an argument if I've known someone for a long time I'll probably you know I'll bring everything in the kitchen sink into the argument you know or something like that whereas when Matt and I have a disagreement because we're very different business people like I said I I can't emphasize that enough and that's that's how you have to recognize if you are going to embark into a partner um business relationship you have to separate the two because Absolutely. otherwise there's no point if you know like if I was to if Matt and I would have a disagreement today about business and he wanted to do something and I didn't then I can't bring that disagreement later um that evening when matt doesn't want to do the washing up and i do and i say well that's another thing earlier on you said this (laughs) and it's like an ammo you can't build up that ammo um you know to to throw that against someone because otherwise if you do then that is where the trouble starts to creep in i think and the most important thing has to be the marriage
1: absolutely absolutely end of the day um, you know, I'd give up, I'd give up working with him if it meant the marriage. So there's absolutely no question about that. Um, we just get along well enough that we think we can do this. So, um, (laughs) I think one thing I I had a revelation last week that was kind of appropriate and that, um, we were talking about, you know, respecting each other and respect each other's space and, and what that person needs to do. Um, you know, Al's thing is walking. He likes his walks. He he yeah. thinks a lot while he's walking. He does his walks and talks, that sort of thing. And and some days it'll be like, hey, can I join you on your walk? And it's like, ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Have some alone time. Mine is strangely enough, running errands. It's like going to the store, wherever. I, I get some crazy sadistic satisfaction out of getting in the car and fighting traffic and doing all this stuff so. So yeah. I, 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 I was doing that last week I'm like you know what this is stranger relaxing in a different way for me like it's not you know it's just getting away from the computer it's listening to music or radio or whatever. And, and get everything stocked up. So when it comes time to make dinner and we're busy and everything, we've got things in the pantry, right? Yeah, so.
0: I, do you know what? I love that. And I think that's a general tip anyway, because uh, I'm exactly the same. So for me, my top tip here is for sure, get out, get in the car, play your music. So I, any excuse to get out, get in the car, play my music. Nobody in my house likes my music. So... <laughs> And they all moan when I put it on, so I literally will jump in the car, I will will go to the furthest place I can, even if there's a Tesco's down the road, I'll drive to the furthest one so I can just chill out and listen to the music along the way. Exactly. Enjoy that moment, because there's nothing more uplifting than that. Uh, we're uh, Apologies, everyone. We're ignoring everyone that's coming in and saying hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. Us. So Amanda's <laughs> joined us. Ahmed's joined us. Uh, Pat's joined us as well. Josh. Uh, hello, everyone. Aram's joined us. Rafiq. So lots of people jumping on today. So uh, you've joined us with Alison uh, from Cellaram, And we spent the first kind of half of this talking about, um, you know, how to make that kind of successful business relationship uh marriage work which you know like Sylvia said earlier you know it's and, and we discussed sometimes it doesn't work out you know when people go here and I think we've you know without going over it we sort of highlighted a couple of the reasons why it doesn't or why it can't sometimes work out you know lack of communication that separation between you as a business person and you as a partner, you know, uh, respecting people's boundaries, mutual respect, that compartmentalization. Um, Do you guys work in the same space or do you work separately as well? We actually
1: have separate rooms. Um, He's about 15 feet down the hall, Um, but he can close his door towards my door if he needs to. So, (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I think that's huge is having that separate space. We're fortunate enough where we live that we've, that we've got that luxury. I know that a lot of times people are, you know, almost sitting on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just encourage, if you do have close proximity to to find that moment, find out what can you go walk around and do? Where can you go sit if you need to have a think session or something like that? Um, give yourself some, or is it going and sitting in the car? <laughs> It's a drive yeah. to Tesco, that kind of thing. Like, what you know, give yourself a little bit of elbow room, if you will.
0: Um, Coffee shops uh, are great. Yeah, fantastic, the aren't they? Yeah, it's so absolutely. Um,
1: <laughs> so I the, think... one time I, the one time I've tried to go do that one day, I was like, all right, I need to get this project done. I'm going to go do it. So I was going to tether to my phone because their Wi-Fi there was horrible. Whole Whole network went down in our area. Ooh. No, no Wi-Fi, no, no signal from at So I was like, all right, well, that was a fail. Oh, okay, back home again. Use you know cable what- internet.
0: Uh, It's really interesting. We used to have, uh, we we haven't got it anymore. We actually sold it um, after COVID because we actually made a profit on it. And it's one of those things when you're a business person, you get the opportunity to make profit, you take it. So we had uh, like a transporter van, which we had for, you know, arbitrage and, and everything like that. And um, it was one of those that had seats in the back and you can have a, um, like a desk in it. So what Matt would do is, you know, we're very fortunate to live by the beach. Uh, well, not not as fortunate to live by the beach as in we have a beach view. Otherwise we'd have a lot more money if, we'd, if we did. If we
1: this <laughs> um, would be much better.
0: <laughs> we, live, we live driving distance to the beach. Okay. So what Matt would do is he would go down and he would just, you know, there's so much parking around there right in some of the most beautiful views that you'll see in England you know just sit there work by the beach and I think that separation again is key and I think that's you know that that's one of the things that it sounds obvious when you say it out loud but it really isn't because this is something that I think when I I almost liken it to when people finish their nine to five to go into regardless of whether there's a partner involved as well it's the kind of same rules apply um you know I've learned over the years where I can work where I can't work Matt struggles to to separate home and work so he tends to work more at the warehouse now whereas I can ignore the washing I can ignore mm-hmm. the dishwasher you know I can I can do all those type of things so I I can work quite happily from home and make really good progress so it's the same with that kind of business partnership um making sure that you have that dedicated space each because otherwise yeah, like sure. I said you could end up bumping into each other and oh Matt by the way did you pay this or did you do that as well while you're there it's it's like intentional separation right
1: yeah and make it a space that you enjoy i mean i know everybody's looking at my like not so exciting office here <laughs> but what you don't see or i can show you is on the wall that's behind my camera i have some of the most soothing pictures i've ever taken on my phone so we got like oh, austria and we got california and we got norway and we got good old nottingham you know it's things like that that make you like it helps me relax so yeah you know set your set yourself up so you don't mind being there,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now what's you interesting. If you gotta spend time there, you
1: might as well enjoy the view.
0: <laughs> yeah, when I'm not streaming, I look directly out of the window. So yeah, for me, perfect. I am I'm what what you would call window licker. So I literally <laughs> I love looking out of windows and uh, <laughs> that sounds crazy. But literally <laughs> there's there's quite a lot of stocker kind of, yeah, I know I, I love spying on people I'm I'm a curtain twitcher for sure and out of the window there's lots of wildlife and birds and squirrels and things like that and I'm like oh look at that little squirrel oh, you know that type lovely. of thing so yeah I really love such that a difference
1: it makes such a difference especially when you're trying to do a million different projects a million different things wearing all these different hats that we wear it's just great to have that little solace of your office view your outdoor view whatever it might be
0: yeah definitely for sure um so we've talked about you know the the transition um what are have there been any challenges that you've experienced in terms of...
1: 100% smooth sailing, never any issues at all.
0: Never any issues at all. So, you know, uh, without going into into specific, you know, I'm sure there have been challenges. It's one of those loaded questions. You know that there's going to be challenges.
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure.
0: And how do you deal with them as Um, a married couple? As a married couple, yeah, it's it's really...
1: um... The biggest thing uh, no, I say the biggest thing, um, no matter how small or large it may be, is I'm always a fan of stop and evaluate. Um, you know, too many times in my career, I have um, I have not paused to really rationalize what's going on in the situation, and then you know what happens, you start thinking up here and it just gets blown out of proportion, doesn't it? And it's like, yeah. wait, just pause okay let's really evaluate um what needs to be done what actions can we take what are the possible effects of each of these actions um, and just try to have a level-headed discussion about it <laughs> we we might be <clears throat> one of a few couples in the world that has a whiteboard in our living room huh? So we started with we started with a manual whiteboard and then we upgraded to the digital whiteboard because we'd be whiteboarding stuff out and it's like, oh well, I want to capture that so at least we can now capture it and, and keep it, um, but yeah definitely um, uh, you know use the term whiteboard it out literally jot things down and talk through it and oftentimes um, it might just need that bouncing it off of somebody to find the right to find the right um, the right solution. Or maybe it is beyond that, you know, maybe it's like, Hey, we need to call in the call in the cavalry and 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 have uh, get more help on this particular topic. So whether it's a a support related thing, whether it's a finance related thing, whether it's a a development related thing. um, It's always good. And we always make it a point to talk through Mm -hmm. um, some of those big decisions. And in my case, talking through it sometimes helps me solve it. Yeah um and 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 whereas thinking through it your mind goes a million different directions but if you're actually verbalizing it putting it on paper on a whiteboard or whatever um that it slows you down a little bit (laughs) don't have a chance to blow it up in your head as much as as much as you um Ten, as much
0: as I tend to do sometimes, yeah, and I I don't think shy away from it as well. Um, as no. it's it, it, the the more you stick your head in the sand, um, oh you know, on on certain things, the harder and and the the bigger it it becomes essentially and it's it's like something today today matt has got a task because we've got this situation with the section three with amazon at the moment we've got a lot of cash flow tied up uh which isn't really going anywhere at the moment but we're kind of cool with that so you know one of matt's tasks that he has been um, that's been on on the list. Once the appeal got sent in, you know, all three hundred and fifty six pages of it. uh You uh, know, I know, I know. I, I took it over. I think it
1: was like five hundred two, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: yeah, people guess. Well, go big or go
0: home. You know, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely an American phrase, and um, so it it's it's one of those things that you've just got to sit down, you've got to get all the information there, you've got to put everything out in front of you. and do you know what was something that might not look so bad can either bring an opportunity or it you know it's not as bad as you think or you know like i said it brings an opportunity it's very rare with any situation uh i think if you sit down and 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 face it and especially in a partnership if you can discuss it with with between two people it's like it's kind of rare that you won't come up with at least one solution and Mm -hmm. you know and sometimes it can kind of work out a bit better as well
1: Yeah. Or, or, you know, you come up with a great idea, but it's like, all right, can we let's, let's look at our timeline of, of what we've got going on here. And like, let's pause on that for 60 days. You know what? Great idea. Let's come back to it. Make sure you make a note of it. Come back in the staff meeting two months from now and discuss it. So, um, we always want to act on everything instantly when we have these great ideas in, in our businesses, but you really do have to rationalize it. Um, again, going back to corporate life, you really do have to rationalize it from a financial operational impact, you know, staffing impact. Um, you really do need to go through all of those, you know, all of those resources, um, to understand if this idea makes sense now might make sense later. Maybe it won't ever make sense. The business is going to be completely different in 60 days. You know, you'll have a different set of challenges. So it might not ever make sense. Um, or it might be the most brilliant idea we've ever had. Um, but, prioritizing it amongst everything that you know needs to get done because <laughs> like I said can't stick your head in the sand gotta get the other stuff done right
0: yeah um, absolutely you you sort of touched on it earlier but one of the questions that I w- I wanted to ask is um husband and wife business mm-hmm. partners obviously I know it's ours business but obviously it's you know both of your business uh yeah. essentially but so who breaks the deadlock? Is there anyone that <laughs> if you if you both are like, I'm on this side and mm-hmm. I'm on this side and you're button heads, who do you go to? Is there anyone that you go to to break the deadlock or do you just kind of pin it and say, look, we can't agree on this. Let's move on. You know, we're going to have to agree to disagree. How how does that work?
1: Yeah, depending on the topic. Yeah. Um... We do have um, other parties involved in the business, so whether it's staff members, whether it's um, advisors, that type of thing, sometimes they can help us with those types of decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, we we tend to silo things, so Al is sort of development accounts. That's his thing. So if I'm working on something accounts related, I will ultimately defer to him on it. Yeah. Um, he leaves support marketing all the behind the scenes malarkey that we class as operations, he kind of leaves that to me. So typically that person will win out, shall we say, if we yeah. get into a discussion about a topic. Um, you know, sometimes it's a matter of, in my in my way, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna plead my case. Yeah. So I'll put together my list, you know, okay, all right. Here's why we should do this particular development feature, right? Big, bing, bang. Okay, I didn't sell you. All right, I'll go back to my office now, okay. <laughs> So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of somebody has got to own different parts of the business. Um, and then, you know, we'll come up with some topics sometimes where it's like, oh yeah, I suppose one of us should be in charge of that. Okay. Why don't you take that one? Why don't you take that one? <laughs> it's like, who's our GDPR guru? Who's going to be this? Who's going to be that? You know, things like that, 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 you know, hire somebody for, um, but somebody has got to keep an eye on it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think ultimately whoever owns that silo will win the argument.
0: Fair enough. Or, fair or enough. the
1: dog. The dog can. The dog
0: can chime in sometimes. Too. Is is the dog? Does he have a preference? Does he take sides? <laughs> Do you both well, stand at the opposite ends of the room, and whoever the dog comes to wins? <laughs> he's he's a mama's boy for sure. He sleeps under here most of the time. So, <laughs>
1: um, but 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 Dad's office is cooler because Dad's office is closer to the front door where he can bark at stuff. So,
0: yeah, amazing, amazing. So. When you first came onto the business, Alison, it was uh, because you guys, I mean, you've slogged it out. You slogged it out as Al talked about in terms of um, you maximized yourselves as much as possible before bringing other team members in, right? You wanted to make sure that you were doing everything yourself and you were sufficient before you bring that out. And I know that that's still a work in progress because Mm -hmm. Al is is very much still in a position where he wants to – remove himself from the business as not as much as possible but obviously to be able to focus on new challenges different things or whatever so um with those type of decisions uh, and I know you have different partners and, and and things like that as well um again is that something that is collaborative do you discuss hires together do you you know um who gets who gets kind of their work or, or who gets the task done first, um, in outsourced first, essentially, because obviously ours very much still coding and, and, and doing that, that's got to be one of the hardest jobs to replace, especially for our, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, back to the silos, um, we really do try to manage it like a department. Um, yeah. so, you know, we've reached this limit. Um, I remember it was about a year ago. Um, where I was just so frustrated at myself one day and I'm like, we can't keep up with the support. You know, there's, why is it that we on the support side don't, we can't get anything else done. Um, and Al's like, look at the number of customers. Like we've got more customers. It's going to take more time. I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's continuing to look at growth and, um, where where we need to prioritize. Um, that will typically be number one as far as hiring. Um, um, so development, yes, has been a massive priority. So Al's got a development team now, but to your point, he's overseeing it. He's also part of part of the team because some of the some of the work he does himself. So yeah, ideal world, we get that we get that bit out. So he doesn't have to actually do development. He can still oversee things, absolutely. And And be the visionary, because that's what he's been from the start for the product. Um, And in my case, yeah, there's only so many hours in the day. So, okay, Allison, um, you want to do marketing? Great. You need to do this, this, and this. I'm like, hmm, where am I going to come up with those extra 12 hours in the day? Um, So that's when it made sense to start farming things out. Let's go find the help to help us get this thing forward. So it's really going back to the first staff meeting we ever had and our list of to-dos. Our list of to-dos has just gotten bigger. And, and that's where, that's where it's all right. It's time now to bring somebody in to do this. It's, and, and I am ask any of my bosses. I am, I hate letting go of stuff. Yeah. But as one of my bosses told me like, Allison, you gotta rise above it. You know, there's plenty of people that can do this for you rise above it. We don't need you to be doing the little tasks. We need you to yeah. be more strategic. And And that's what you have to realize as a business owner is you will never exclude yourself from doing it. Right. I mean, I still answer support tickets. Um, we still, I still do, um, social media posts, things like that. So I will never totally walk away from it. I need to at least be able to do it, but it doesn't need to be my full-time job. Um, like the the business won't grow if you can't, um, if you can't, if you can't be more of the visionary that you need to grow the business. So if there's no vision, you're just going to stay in a tunnel and keep going forward, keep going forward. I think i mentioned it on um on the podcast before of arbitrage businesses are cash businesses right yeah if, if that is all you're doing is just running on the hamster wheel to keep the cash going that's fine and if that's your objective that's fine but if you want to grow it beyond that what is that vision and what's it going to take to get there do you need to hire somebody to go out and drive the van and do the ra for you mm-hmm. um, so your time can be used um more strategically um do you need to use a prep center and, and get that aspect out of your life you know get your kitchen back shall we say so your family doesn't kick you out of the house <laughs>
0: um
1: so so always be always be looking at are you doing the right things that you need to be doing are you using your time to the best advantage of the business because <clears throat> it's really easy to just do the easy stuff isn't it oh i know i can do this i'm just gonna sit down and do this task oh absolutely i always also... really not advancing the business it's just
0: killing time really <laughs> yeah I think if you if if this doesn't hit you at least once a day if there's not a moment once a day where you feel slightly uncomfortable about what you're doing not in like an illegal way or anything like that you know just make that absolutely clear but if you get that and 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 again it takes time it takes experience I used to confused this feeling before of like fear of scared of of whatever um but now I know when I get that kind of uncomfortable feeling in my stomach it used to stop me before but now it's an indicator now I know that it I'm on the right path whereas if I felt slightly awkward if I felt oh I don't know if I really want to do this is because I didn't want to do it because I was scared. Whereas now I've recognized that feeling as that feeling generally, or something good generally precedes that, you know, because I've pushed myself out of the comfort zone.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're fortunate that in the size of business that we have, we can, we can take advantage of those because back to corporate life, we've all had those ideas in corporate life and it's like, yeah, I can't do that. Cause I got to get approval from this person and that person and that person. And we are so in that, and in that space that we can do that. We can, we can try those things and you know what? It might fail. That's fine. Learn from it, move on. Right. Um, uh, you know, that's, that's part of entrepreneurship. It's just learning from it, moving on, making it bigger and better.
0: Do you ever, do you ever think, Or worry that you will become a victim of your own success through Mm -hmm. your business that will have an impact on uh, your marriage. So, what I mean by this is like you said, you guys have worked your socks off, hard graft yourself and Al, building the business, building the business, tremendous growth, great success within the business. Now you are at a period of uh in your business where you're still continuing to grow, but you've brought people in to handle things and it allows you to maybe step back and observe things. And as time goes on, presumably more people will come into the business. Um, do you ever worry that uh, at some point, like a, a, a in particular, probably someone like Al who, who thrives on coding being busy, do you ever worry that? He's become so successful. You become so successful that you are kind of left not doing any, everything or anything because anyone else is doing it for you. And then all of a sudden, we're <laughs> twiddling our thumbs and be like, "Oh, <laughs> we, oh, yeah, we've been sorry, so busy for so do. long." We it's we're just you so and me
1: now. Oh my gosh, we're so excited for the day when it's like we have nothing to do. We okay, we kind yeah, of, we, we kind of <laughs> have loose bets about what's well, going to be the first day. That you yep. and I don't have to do something with regards to seller Yeah, um, I didn't
0: know if that was a conversation I, that you had. No, a it is. Basis.
1: Yeah, it, we 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 kind of joke about it, and and the funny thing is about Al, we joke with him when it when it comes to like going on holiday. He he wants to go away on holiday and have the beach and the pool and all this stuff, but he gets bored. Like he'll sit at the pool for like an hour and a half. And he'll be like, "Okay, I'm done with that." So it's like. <laughs> So, so we got we've kind of made our holidays now a little bit of chill time, but then also let's go explore. That's our thing. Is let's go walk around and see stuff and that type of thing. So we've, we've kind of adjusted. so so we do relax in our own way when we have a chance to do that. Um, but yeah, there's there's always the day of the, there's always thinking about that day of what are we gonna do when, you know, if, if the internet shut down tomorrow, I'm mm-hmm. gonna do, <laughs> yeah. But we both have things on our list that we do want to um, focus on uh, more longer, sort of long term things um, that are sort of personal uh, pro- or pet projects of ours that we would like to see happen in the future. Um, so we just kind of keep those warm should the opportunity come along. Um,
0: but I don't know if it's going to come anytime soon. (laughs) No. And I think that's the thing. It's like maintaining those outside interests, making sure sure. that not all of your eggs are in one business marriage basket, making sure that you socialize again. I think it really does come back to compartmentalizing your life. Really, you know, having, I always say different cups for different people, you know, uh, you know, and having people teach, tick different boxes in different ways for me uh you know I've always been that one person that sort of says uh, I'd never kind of got on board with the guru advice of you know dump all your friends and and only socialize with successful people and and do this and do that I've never got on board with that and I've always kept my same friends because they fulfill me in such a different way that other people can't you know that type of thing so it is and that's the same in marriage as well
1: yeah. And, and one, uh, one thing that's been very, a good outlet for me is I did some volunteering here in Austin, where we are at the visitor center here. And i had done this in a previous life many, many years ago when I lived in a different city and it, it was always so enjoyable for me to go in and just talk to people about our city, people who would never been there before and showing them things they can do. And it's not software. It's not arbitrage. It's not, it's got nothing to do with anything that I do on a daily basis. And it was so relaxing to me to go in. Like people are like, how can you stay so chipper? And so I'm like, this is great. I get to talk to people. I'm not talking to computers. Um, But unfortunately I had to put it, I had to put that on the back burner because things got so busy that it was beginning to eat into time. Um, but that is one thing that I want to go back to because I get the satisfaction out of it. And I, I feel like I walk away from there being a better person. I've helped people. Um, you know, it gave me a different sense of satisfaction that I can't get from my daily activities here in front of the computer. Yeah. So give yourself that grace, give yourself that opportunity to, to expand your knowledge, your skill um, outside of, outside of your business, you know, don't just stay hundred percent focused on business. You, you gotta stay sane. You gotta do things that make you feel fulfilled in other aspects of
0: life exactly all work and no play makes anybody dull so you know for make sure you mix sure. it up guys regardless of whether that's sure. in your marriage whether it's in you personally as an entrepreneur make sure you mix it up doing one or all of the same thing all of the time um you know it just becomes too much of the dull kind of uh, repetitiveness yeah. of yeah, yeah. just kind you gotta give of, yourself a break for sure Definitely highly recommend doing those walks or popping out to the shop, blaring out your music that no one else wants to listen to. (laughs) We were talking about earlier, uh, for sure. So, I, and before we know it, you know, we've, we've hit the hour mark. It, you know, yeah. like I would say on beyond the buy box, it's like a time vortex on here. You can be chatting <laughs> away and then for all you know, uh, you know, you know, it like an hour later, here we are. So just before we go, Alison, yeah, because I know true. that you have got so much to do. Busiest travel day of the year. I don't want to keep rubbing it in, but. Hey, I, got yeah. a, I got out of the
1: dog walk this morning. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No,
0: um, you're good. That's good. Oh, okay, no, that's good. Well, yeah, Al, you
1: the- <laughs> <laughs> need a break every so often.
0: You <laughs> can do that. So, okay, just right. kind of, I mean, it's, a bit of, it's been an absolute pleasure having yourself and Al. And by the way, if anyone um, wants to listen to Al, uh, Al's podcast uh, that was from a few weeks ago we'll make sure we link that in there as well which was you know about the inception and creation of Selleramp and you know more on the software side of things um, then I'll make sure I link that down below but just before I go um, obviously you guys came over to the UK you talked about doing more kind of stuff so you know what's what's in the immediate future for you and Al from business point of view but also personal point of view as well um well
1: on the business side of things yeah it's it's continuous um development um it's interesting for me you know i had some some develop um, some project management management experience that allowed me to see development processes and things but it's really fascinating to me to see what it takes to keep the product going on a daily basis like, and it's funny because all of you that are, that are veteran seller amp people will recall that first pod, in fact, you want to see something cute. We just passed our four year anniversary. Go back and watch our first YouTube video, which was our launch video. It's so
0: cute.
1: <laughs> and the product is so different, but to get it to this stage, like it's fun to release all the new sexy features and things like that, but there's so much more that goes in behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um. Continuing to hone up, sort of the the back end, front end, the balance between the two, and releasing new features. We're constantly tinkering with that mix to figure out um, how we keep the customers engaged because we want to keep adding new things, but also make sure that the product continues to stand up. You know, there's, yeah. there's that obligation. So it's it's always a, a battle with that. Um, constantly trying to make the process easier for the customer as well, and that's where my operational side comes in. Is the whole transaction and the usage of the tool and that type of thing like making sure that's a smooth experience ui ux experience um communicating more we actually got an initiative going right now where we're going to be launching more communications out um, because we want to um we want to be more than just a a software tool and i I feel like we are i feel like we built a community but um you know we're reaching into new grounds there's always new sellers coming on board we want to present ourselves as that friendly face who's going to be here to help you through this journey. Um, so we're working on some communications projects to help with that. Um, it's it's really looking forward to an exciting 2024 for sure. We've got some big plans in store, um, both from a product, from a customer perspective, um, from a marketing perspective. So... Um, Never a dull moment. My to-do list's pretty long, <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the personal front, yeah, we're going to continue to to go back and forth to the UK um, a few times a year, and and continue to uh, arrange some meetups and try to be engaged in in things like Cellar Festival. Um, um, continue to to um, as well, promoting over here in the US obviously doing some similar events over here it's funny in the US, because you know you can't you can't just take an afternoon and take a train to Nottingham Kenya so. No. have to be a little more pointed in our efforts over here as far as where we go and when we're there, um, but continue to get out and put faces to to sell around um, you know, aside from the ones that people see on social media. Um, so um, we are very much looking forward to that got a couple couple uh, a couple vacations in the works here that will be you know might involve some palm trees and some water and Al getting bored after an hour and a half of sitting by the pool but
0: that's okay yeah um, be careful what you wish for Al <laughs>
1: exactly exactly and then um yeah just spending time with some family here at Thanksgiving time um spending time with my family here and Christmas time spending a little time with Al's family in the UK so um so yeah we are very much looking forward to um What the new year has in store, all sorts of adventures, and like I said, never a dull moment. So,
0: (sighs) yeah. Well, I I think so definitely. It's like Thanksgiving, and like I said, I've got personal connections. My born uh, my son was born on Thanksgiving. I think Thanksgiving definitely is the start, or what is Black Friday weekend? Obviously now we haven't even mentioned that. We haven't even mentioned Black Friday weekend. Yeah, yeah. Happy Black Friday. I hope everybody's sales really massively start to kick off at this point. This is the week where things, when Q4 really starts. And I think what's interesting is this week, it's where Q4 really starts. It's connected to Thanksgiving, Black Friday and everything like that. But it's also the start of the countdown to the end of the year. And that's when I think sometimes mindset starts to shift a little bit where you start um thinking about where you start evaluating the year that's been thinking about the year that's coming um you know doing all those lovely things over christmas been talking to a few people at the moment and you know we we shut down for 2 3 weeks over christmas pretty much in terms of you know, content we produce and, you know, social and communities and things like that, because I'm a big believer in, you know, especially when you're an entrepreneur, you don't get much downtime, but the whole world pretty much is off at Christmas. So it's a time, I think, where there's an understanding, uh, essentially, that you're not that contactable as you are normally. So it's best to take advantage of it as much as possible things get
1: quiet for sure. And, and yeah, take advantage of that time. Definitely. Um, And, and also it's a great time when you're not in your daily grind to sort of reflect and, and think about next year. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what is that carve out an afternoon where you can sit at the coffee shop or whatnot and, and, and really take your day-to-day out of it and just look at your bigger goals and, and then help, try to figure out how you're going to execute those in the next year.
0: Yeah. Brilliant advice. Thank you, Alison. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you for spending your uh, early morning with us. It was well, you're like... welcome. I
1: just got a text from American Airlines saying our first flight's been delayed today. So here we go.
0: Woo-hoo! Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I, I didn't commence. say that. <laughs> I don't feel that sound to me. I didn't say that. Oh, God. Like a big delay
1: uh now like 40 minutes so hopefully okay. we'll still make our connection
0: so yeah fingers crossed well Enjoy like i said I am, yeah i'm gonna let you go because like i said i really do appreciate you spending time with us today What's absolutely up? my yeah. pleasure i i Good appreciate everything you.
1: that you do on the pod i appreciate the hive um thank you to everybody who attended it's it's awesome to to share some insights with you
0: yeah, and we look forward to you know possibly working together next year for some meetups and things like that, which which yeah, sure. are so so needed uh, in this community in this space. And we've just really got back into them after COVID and 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 meeting up again with people again. So uh, we're definitely going to be doing more of that in twenty twenty four. For anyone that wants to get in contact with Allison, make sure you join the Selleramp Facebook page, Instagram presumably all the socials that type of thing Twitter, TikTok, um, we're all of them.
1: Yep.
0: yeah exactly so um it's one of those things everyone kind of knows where you are so we don't feel like i need to do it in this we'll make sure we'll make sure website and everything all goes maybe, down below and everything like if that if you
1: log an email into support just tell them you want to tell them to send it to me yeah there you go.
0: <laughs> for the attention of allison but maybe not this there, weekend yep. Uh, well, have, uh, I'm wishing you safe travels uh, this Thank weekend you. and uh, make sure you really enjoy the downtime. Uh, and make sure Al enjoys the downtime with the family and uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving.
1: Thank you. Enjoy your Black Friday week, everybody, and uh, may the sales be um, fruitful.
0: I'm sure they will. They will really start to ramp up now. Um, Well, thank you, Alison. Really, really appreciate it. Guys, I'll be back. I might be back at a slightly different time next week. I'll keep you all posted uh, because I have a different guest next week who is going to be joining me. But yes, I will keep you all posted uh, when that's going to be uh, because I don't think this person can do a Tuesday. Um, So I will get that confirmed and I will obviously post it in the group. But uh, thanks for joining, everyone. And I'll see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.